Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in the studio with us today. And today, get a jump start on your Mississippi getaway by checking out visitmississippi.org. And it's a Friday here on Good Things, so I thought we would have a little fun. We had a good week here. And poke fun at our kids just a tiny bit, or at least share some of those good stories about our kids and our grandkids when it comes to the darndest things they say. And we're going to leave some of it private because the darnest things they say shouldn't be necessarily repeated. But I'm talking more about the words that your kids grew up having a really hard time saying and you refuse to fix it until obviously they either grew out of it or got to a point where it was embarrassing that they were no longer kind of saying it correctly. Because God bless kids. I mean, we forget what it's like to sort of grow up and have to learn how to say things, you know, that everyone takes for granted. And we come up with our own way of kind of getting it out of our mouth. And then let's be honest. I mean, I talk for a living and there's not a good things that goes by that I don't flub and say something wrong. And Lord bless all the people and their different uh, names that come across here. So I know what it's like to struggle with trying to get a word out of your mouth. But kids, they'll just rename things. They'll just call it wrong from the get go and they're going to run with it until either, again, they grow out of it or you push on them to sort of fix it. So let us know some of the fun words that your kids had trouble pronouncing, but you just didn't fix it because it was so cute. 601-879-4395. You can join the conversation over on the Good Things Facebook group. Man, we're having a fun time poking fun at our kids and their vernacular. I guess you can say it uh, there. Not necessarily grammar. I guess it's more of the... Vocabulary. Vocabulary. I don't have any kids, but I can add to the equation or the conversation with, I vividly remember myself. I had problems with two words, specifically. One was spaghetti. I just could not get past the point where I was saying paschetti. So, so spaghetti and paschetti. And... Elephants. For some reason, I, I loved Dumbo, so you had the, the pink elephants on parade, but I couldn't say elephants. It came out effluence. You're not the only one. There's kids on the um, Facebook group that says that. And spaghetti, it's baghetti. Someone else mentioned baghetti. I mean, you know, it's and it's cute for a while. Like you feel, and again, you grow sort of out of it. One of my favorite is we have a good family friend, and he, um, he would call... Well, he completely changed it. So instead of very, he replaced it with soaking because somehow he got it confused. Like someone said, like very wet, soaking wet. I would assume maybe the first time he sort of connected those dots. So for the longest time, he was soaking hungry or he was soaking tired or, (laughs) you know, he would use it as very. Although, I mean, soaking does mean dramatic or you know, extreme in terms of, 
usually wet. But he would take that and he would place it with everything else. And nobody would fix it because it became his little thing that he would do until obviously he got into grade school and they were like, that's not even the right word. But it was the cutest thing ever. He was he was soaking hungry. He was soaking tired. He was, you know, I guess soaking wet would be would be one of them. Kristen says her child would say instead of flounder, it was clounder. Is it is it the F's? Is it well? That's elef- elephants. It's that pH sort of that can be can be hard. Predators he would call critters. Creditors. Creditors. Sorry, creditors. And then Snoopy for Snoofy. You know, you have those um, iconic characters or cartoon characters that your kids grow up, and but they can't always pronounce the words, you know, just right. Our two-year-old EJ right now, she, my, my nine-year-old's all into Baby Yoda, right? That's she's never even seen Star Wars, but Baby Yoda everything, Baby Yoda uh, pajamas, Baby Yoda stuffed animals, Baby Yoda Valentine's things, Baby Yoda is just taking over our house. But EJ can't say the Y, the Yoda, so she calls him Baby Oda, Baby Oda, Baby Oda, all over, and has completely just changed the way we all sort of say it too. And you find yourself picking up on the mispronunciation. Because you're having that conversation, and I know there's speech therapists that are probably listening to good things. Don't do that because it, you know, reinforces. But I'm like, ah, it's cute. Maybe Oda it is. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain point in time where it would need to be corrected, <coughs> but it doesn't have to be immediately. Oh, I think we've all heard Lello instead of yellow. You kind of had Lello. One of my favorite though is when kids don't connect the same, like with a room. Jamie says um, her oldest thought, instead of dining room, it was diamond room, which I'm thinking, how do you decorate? Do you have, like, diamonds or everything in there? And then Amy chimed in and said hers thought it was dying room. So you (laughs) – which I guess if you don't like what mom cooked for for dinner, the room takes on a completely different sort of feel. So diamond room or dying room, poor thing, you had to clear that up. It's it's the dinner room or the dining room where you eat – dinner but it's fun to me to see sort of what your what your kids how they think about it and it comes out of their mouth you want to go to hardy's sheila would say she said parties let's go to parties i want a parties from from hardy's parties biscuit is the best a parties biscuit is the best someone said my son said well, you're gonna tell me bickets <laughs> bickets instead of biscuits Soy sauce was suey. Am I saying it right? Suey Su- sauce. Suey sauce. And you just sometimes you just a popsicle is sea pie. I want a sea pie. The pickles were prickles. Mm-hmm. Deer footed for barefooted. Head cake for headache. I had a head cake today. I know some people that made it well into adulthood before they stopped putting an R in fajita. It was always frajita. Well, we could navigate into a completely different conversation where you have people say, what, the Walmarts, the Kmarts, that already say things completely, uh, you know, or incorrectly and not the way. But it gets the point across. Or describing furniture. What exactly is a <laughs> Chester drawers? What's it supposed to be? I'm pretty sure that's a dresser. <laughs> well, I know that, but... <laughs> When you have okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean you you can have a chest, which is a big box, usually a heavy box that you can lock, and you've got 
a dresser, which is a series of drawers, a chest of drawers. What is that? Because it's a dresser from what I understand. So if you Google chest of drawers, it doesn't come up as anything because I'm feeling very insecure about the fact that yeah, you type in chest of drawers. It comes up with what I would call a dresser. dresser. Oh, but but. Google at least acknowledges that that is a naming of it. Mike from Grand Bay says, back in the day when folks did pass away, they were viewed in the dining room. Well, maybe that little girl's an old soul. and She just remembers that that was the dying room. And that sounds terrible. What a... What a what an interesting way to pay to pay respect. John in Cornthant says Elephant Nut. Elephant Nut instead of elephant when he was four. So that's another hard one for a lot of people. It, that's a big word, like elephant phonics. That's you know, you have to get the and then you know Who could on pahonics? Why they put silent letters and things and they can't just Spell it the way it sounds. I will never understand why we had, like, by pH, if it makes the F sound, just put an F there. And then we'll just all be, I know it may look strange to us now because we're used to the pH being there. It sounds kind of crazy to say that, but there there are theorists, futurists that do believe eventually the English language will morph to use less of the the consonant combinations and you'll see less ph and more just f makes total sense to me i would have been a whole lot better off in third and fourth grade it may look weird on the paper but it would have looked right in my head stephen golfart said my son would say world 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 instead of world he's 12 now and i miss that and i think that's part of the fun in this conversation and while so many of you are jumping on the text line as well as on the facebook to share it's because those are the sweet moments with your kids i mean they have their frustrating moments too but there's those little things that only they do and they do it in their own unique way and you're like oh it's so wrong but it's so cute and i don't want to forget that that sort of sweet sound of asking for it the wrong way and as they're trying to figure out their words and with our two-year-old she's still some she's got down and then some you're like you have to read ej language it's not gibberish but you know you're trying to figure out what she wants and she's trying to figure out how to sort of say it and then it doesn't always come out right and oftentimes it's the sweetest thing ever like baby oda like larry and jackson on the ceasefire text line my name's larry but my niece called me lulu forever Oh, I love that, though, Larry. You rock that Lulu title. I think that's pretty cool. Ray and Glutstadt says, speaking of drawers, why do we call underwear drawers? It's a good good question we can try to answer on a Friday here on Good Things. But you guys stick with us. We've got more for you up next. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. 
Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. TrustCare has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care Health. Feel better, faster. Did your current cleaning provider show up last night? With the current labor market, you have to trust your keys to those that care. That's why it's time to change to Janney King, the king of cleaning. Trust your keys to our local franchise owners and our 35 years of experience to make sure your building is clean and healthy. For your clean and healthy building, go to JanneyKingCleans.com. That's JanneyKingCleans.com today for a healthy building tomorrow. Janney King, the king of be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech Mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Sleeping on an adjustable mattress set has tremendous health benefits. Find relief from lower back pain, poor circulation, asthma, or arthritis pain. An adjustable base can transform your sleep and your life. Still need another reason to try one? Right now, save up to $400 on a Sealy adjustable mattress set at Miskelly Sleep Store. And with 60 months financing, payments are easy and no cash is required. Try one at Miskelly Sleep Store, where you'll always find a better night's sleep. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. to remind you there's some great things to do in Mississippi from events to unique places to visit so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more you can get more content from Super Talk Mississippi on our YouTube channel so just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube it is free 
and you can get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and, of course, uh, the good things. And Rhino has put some great things up over the past week here uh, on the show. From So if you don't want to go back and listen to the whole show, you can go back and listen to the best of the best um, in terms of interviews. And, yes, we've had some good ones this week. So, And if you hit the little bell button, then... A little notification bell. Yeah, you'll get notified anytime we put a video up. And if you enjoyed it, always... Give it a like and a share. That helps us um, out here as well. Well, we're trying to find, I guess, the answer to one question on the text line, which is why are why do we call underwear? Yeah, it was on the ceasefire text drawers. line. Ray and Gluckstadt. Speaking of drawers, why do we call underwear drawers? So I did a little digging, and apparently historians and linguists believe that it comes from the old word to draw, the verb to draw, which means to pull. So like you would draw water from a well, you would pull it up from the well. Well, you draw the pants over your legs, therefore they're drawers or drawers. And oddly enough, just like many things across the pond, when you flip that, the British have a similar origin story, but they went in a different direction. So instead of calling them drawers or drawers, they just call their underwear pants. So... There you go. So if you go cookies, with, biscuits, drawers, pants, torch, flashlight, crisps, chips, say lift, elevator, truck, lorry. It's all weird. It's all strange. But it's all English. But it's all English, and it's so much fun. And none of us say it right all the time, or say all of it uh, correctly all of the time. Should I say? Well, where did breeches come from then? Probably breeches, which were a type of pants. Hmm. So don't get you kind of like knickerbockers were a type of pant or underwear. Hmm. I'm sitting here thinking, you know, don't get your panties in the wad would be pants. Don't get your britches and, you know, whatever. But What's, the, is it pantaloons? Pantal- so, yeah. So, I mean, but that's drawers is a very manly term. I don't know if ladies have ever called their undergarments drawers. There is a weird twisting in history with men's and women's garments and colors and fashion and all that weirdness, because if you go back far enough in history, it wasn't the women wearing high heels. That was actually the dudes that started the trend of wearing high heels. What? Yeah. It was guys wearing elevated heels on their shoes to have a higher stature. I got tickled. Someone said, you call them drawers because you keep your junk in them. I Very true. That was funny. <laughs> uh, there may get in the line of family friendly today here on, on Good Things, but that's okay. Or, I mean, also, besides guys being the ones that, that started off the trend with high heels, the ideas of the, the coloration, like baby blue, baby blue being a, a boy color and baby pink being a girl color, it's within maybe five or six generations back that those kind of switched where blues and cooler colors were considered the colors of little girls and pinks and reds were the vibrant colors of little boys. It really is interesting how things culturally sort of just get labeled. And, and you know, this is not the conversation, should it, shouldn't, whatever, I don't know, in terms of gender specific or even just name things. I mean, when you think about, like, truck versus, what do they call it over there? Lori. Lori or flashlight versus, you know, torch, like, to figure out, who named these things in a very like 
the first time to pick something up that had light in it. It's like, what are we going to call this? Flashlight. And then it just sort of stuck. Or to create a chest of drawers and be like, we're calling this, you know, drawers. I don't, you know, it's when you started having um, pants, like where did pants come from? Britches. Shirts. Uh, well, britches also could come from a tribe, I want to say it was. I don't know if it was a nation of what was called the Brigantes. And they wore Brigantes, which was their name for pants, which covered the legs. And they were introduced into the historic record when Rome, who was used to wearing togas and tunics, was trying to conquer France and then in- into England. They encountered the Brigantes wearing britches, and it wasn't that long after, a couple centuries later in Roman history, they started wearing pants because it was cold up there. The britches are coming. The britches are coming. (laughs) Or sneakers. Like, how do you get the word sneaker out of shoe? Unless they squeaked. Yeah, I get boots. Boots have kind of been around for forever. But then you have sneakers, like that's a complete offshoot from from boots. Who's the first person that put on tie up flats and said, let's call these sneakers. I think sneaker comes more from the action you were able to take in it. Because think about it, when sneakers came along and became popular, the vast majority of shoes were still that hard bottom leather top or cloth top. Whereas sneakers have a rubber bottom. Well, think about walking on any hard floor. You got a little click clack when you're wearing dress shoes with the hard bottom, which we call those dress shoes now, but that was shoes for everybody for the longest, versus sneakers with a rubber bottom. It's a lot quieter. How did Mike from Chicago, where did the word zipper come from? Strange word in general. In general. I mean, somebody, I know how that happened, whoever invented it or was around whenever they first were playing around with the first prototype, they did a, it was like, it was a complete sound sort of like, and they were like, well, let's just call this daggum thing a zipper. I don't have anything off the top of my head as far as the origin of the name of zipper, but I do know, fun fact about zippers, that is it YYZ or YZZ or there's, there's some company that owns... 90% 90% or more of the zipper market to the point where if you've got multiple items in your house with a zipper on them, more than likely the majority of them have that brand zipper on them. And everyone's had that fierce moment of panic when it gets stuck. Oh, yeah. Turn down the little, little way and you can't get the little flipper thingy up so you can whoop or it whoops in the wrong way and you can't get it back down. Or thinking like with your going back to your kids trying to convince them how to work a zipper for the first time on their own is kind of a big deal. But that was like a game changer. That's one of those inventions that we totally take for granted that I don't think has changed very much since its conception, other than it's gotten, I think, salt like it's gotten safer in terms oh, of yeah. it used to be real metal and real, you get your finger or something stuck in that, you were going to have a have a bad day. It's Whereas bit. plastics have come a lot farther to where you can make hard plastic that can still be durable as a zipper. That is immensely safer. Galoshes. Who came up with that? That that means nothing. I mean, we all know what they are. You all had a pair when you were a kid. You play around in them. They're a lot of fun. But who was sitting around one day and just looked at a pair of boots that were a little bit flimsier, 
that protected you from the rain that could be easily slipped on and off and said, galoshes, we'll go with that one. That's what we'll call these. <laughs> rain boots obviously was taken. They had to be galoshes. Or that's another difference between British English and American English. We call them boots or work boots, and they call them wellies. Trousers. How many different words can you get for britches that all go back to, like, the same thing? Covering two legs and pulling them up from the bottom. Mm -hmm. My granny used to call her britches knee knockers because she didn't wear pants very often. So they were the right below the knee but still looked looked like a skirt. And I can remember her asking my papa if her knee knockers were clean. <laughs> it's the little thing, you know, and our, those that are wiser in years, our grandparents and such of a different generation, they had different names that they would call things a little bit more formal as well, in terms, especially trousers, pants, britches, that kind of, that kind of thing. No elastic in the old days. The undies had drawstrings, drawers. That makes sense. Or you had like the the you had to wear the the throw it over your shoulder holder. <laughs> Braces. Also known as suspenders. Suspenders. Well that kind of that that word works. Suspenders works for the job in which it does. I think suspenders is the colloquialism and braces is the, the technical term. The proper term. The proper term. That you would ask for if you went to the tailor. Dungarees, tidy whities for Mike from Grand Bay. <laughs> now we're just getting into the sur- southern vernacular. From which there are many. Which there are many. All right, we're going to take a pause with the tidy whitey conversation, and we're going to get some updates on movies coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today we have partly cloudy conditions with some sunshine, high near 52. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low around 27. Your Saturday will bring sunny conditions, high near 60 degrees. Saturday evening, mostly clear, low around 34. And for your Sunday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 68. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 864-3752. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. 
Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. What makes Canon Nissan a great dealership? That's easy. Great products, great sales team, and great service with the largest parts department in the state. This is Dave Logan. Canon Nissan service department is open six days a week. No appointment is needed. We have two master techs, and we'll do oil changes on most makes and models. Right now, buy three tires and get the fourth one for a dollar. Plus the friendly professional service you've come to expect from Canon Nissan of Jackson. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It was standing room only as the Senate debated an amended bill that would end the state's contract with Centene, the largest Medicaid managed care organization in the country. Mississippi reached a $55.5 million settlement with the company last June over allegations that pharmacy benefit managers were inflating their bills. Representative Becky Curry believes the St. Louis-based company pads its bottom line by denying Mississippians the health care they need. If we could get rid of Centene, you will end up with more care because they're denying your care right now. You will end up with better health care uh, when we don't send all this money to St. Louis, Missouri. We want to take care of our sick mentally ill, elderly, and we want to be able to say that our money is being spent right, and it's just not. The Senate has yet to take the bill up for a vote. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. 
You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Worked all week, got it all done. Let's make the Tennessee River. Good Things wants to encourage you to go on an adventure in Mississippi in 2022. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And it's Friday here on Good Things. So we got Tanya in the house to talk about movies. But first, you racked your brain and you found some things your boys said a little funny growing up. Yeah, I was trying to think back. And I know my oldest would say hilarious instead of hilarious. Um, and then I don't know where he got this from, but instead of saying false, he'd say false. Um, and we just never corrected him because it was so cute. And then helmet, they both my boys said helmet. Helmet. And I still say that to them to this day. And, um, so, you know, it's just funny. I think, I think it's wrong to correct them. I, I think do too. You I think should a let teacher, them say it as long as they will. Let a teacher do it. I mean, it's yeah. their job to be like, dude, you're not going to make it through standardized testing yeah. saying it that way. And then you're, you know, let the parents enjoy it for as, for as long as, as possible. Okay. Movies. So what we, what we got this weekend? Yeah. We got two big new releases this weekend. And the first one is Uncharted, and this is the Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. Kind of looks a lot like um, National Treasure. Mm-hmm. You know, just a got to find a treasure, and they're just constantly on the move, action, adventure. And I was supposed to see this last night, and I did not because of the weather. I was a little nervous about not being That's at fair. home. You get a, you get a pass. Um, yeah, and I, it goes back to when I was a kid. I was actually... My back in the day where your parents could drop you off at the theater, um, they had taken my sister and I, and I was probably about 10, to see a movie. They dropped us off. She's older than me. Um, and in the middle of the movie, my dad comes and gets us because there's bad weather coming. <laughs> Like ever since then, I will not go to a movie if it's bad weather. I can't say that I blame you because he is a very wise person. So if he feels like that's a dangerous thing, I'm buying it. Yeah, and at ten, you definitely—that's <laughs> a traumatic experience. Yeah. Although a good one, good dad. <laughs> but I do plan to see that, so I'll report on it next week. But the one that I did see is Dog. <gasps> is it good? <sighs> if only they could give Oscars to dogs because. It's, it, it, oh my gosh, it's so because sweet. Because most, and I've only seen the trailer, and this is the one where the dog's not always good, right? Like, right. Okay. Uh-huh. And it, because you, you see most dogs are just playful and they run and jump and whatever, it had to be take talent for, for the dog uh, trainer as yes. well as for the dogs to you know, go against the grain on purpose. Right. And I was watching the credits at the end and they actually had three names. The dog's name is Lulu, although Channing's character calls it dog <laughs> the whole time, her dog. Um, but there actually were three names listed. So I'm assuming three dogs played the role. Um, oh my gosh. I really knew it would be a fun movie, but it really was not anything like what I was expecting. And I was very, 
pleasantly surprised. Did you cry? I did. <gasps> but, you know, a lot like A Journal for Jordan, um, to me, they kind of have some similarities in the fact that I thought, okay, I'm going to cry from beginning to end, but it's not like that. It's just kind of fun um, until the end. And, uh, you know, the last probably 10 minutes is when, you know, you start the waterworks start. But, um, yeah, so it's about... Um, Channing plays an army ranger who has been injured in combat. All he wants is to get back in and he's waiting on medical release. And so anyway, he makes enough calls and pesters enough people that they say, okay, if you will take this dog to its owner's funeral, who the dog is also an arm, a ranger, um, and his, uh, Master, whatever you call owner, uh, owner, yeah, he had passed away, and they wanted the dog at the funeral, and so they, and the dog is very known for being aggressive, and so they're like, if you can successfully deliver this dog to this funeral, um, then okay, we're gonna sign off for you to re-enter the army, and um, so that's that's how it all starts, but. Um, you know, I would say don't let your kids see this one just because there's a few. It's not really anything major. It's just a few questionable things that I don't think I would want my kids to watch. Um, but as they're crossing the country, like I thought it was going to be more like the Turner and Hooch kind of mm-hmm. silly dog antics, but it's not. Um, this dog is a military trained dog. And along the way, he sees things and he goes after if he thinks something's not right. And so in, you know, Channing's characters having to follow him, which puts them in a lot of sticky situations. Um, so anyway, I thought it was a big love letter to our military. Again, um, like a journal for Jordan, where they just shine a spotlight on, you know, their lives what you know the sacrifices they make and then this dog i mean it's like you just want him (laughs) i mean he's so cute and i'm not going to say anything beyond that because i don't want to spoil anything but um and also this is channing's directorial debut he's co-director um and i think for his first outing he did a great job well i'm glad to hear that you enjoyed it because it is definitely on my short list i want to watch it yeah it is so precious i thought it was a really good movie well good deal okay any others out well that's the only two big new releases this weekend but we've got some stuff well first of all yesterday we were watching the olympics at my house and i saw a trailer for elvis coming out this summer which it's based on a book written by a man from mississippi oh wow Mm -hmm. well um tom hanks is playing the colonel Mm -hmm. so you know i know growing up my mother was never fond of him like and and that's kind of what the trailer starts off saying i'm known in history as a bad guy so i think it's told from his perspective maybe um so i'm really excited about that um and then top gun maverick they finally have a release date it's going to be may of this year memorial day weekend so that's something to look forward to finally i know and then you know i kept thinking gosh i think mission impossible is right on its heels and um which number is it i know what they're doing is they're filming seven and eight at the same time and so they were supposed to release seven last july they bumped it to july of 23 um, and then eight is going to come out June of 24, a year later. So that's some big ones coming, um, to look forward to. 
Um, and then I guess th- we've talked about the Batman comes out March 4th. The Lost City, another Channing Tatum movie. It's coming out March 25th. Um, I'm excited about that one. Morbius is April 1st, which is another Marvel character. And then April 15th, tax day, is Fantastic Beast 3. Uh, the Secrets of Dumbledore. And I actually just saw a trailer for that uh, when I went to see Dog, and um, it looks really, really good. I don't know if I've seen the first two of those. Um, it's been a while. Fun. Yeah, it's like it's been a long pause, just like everything else, but I'm really excited. Yeah, they're good. It's like they're the American version, uh, the American wizardry, School of Wiz- Wizards. Do we feel like we're going to ever have another, I mean, you had the Lord of the Rings, you had your Harry Potters, like, is there anything that's, I know you have the Marvel, but gosh, they have so many of them. Yeah. You just feel like we need, like, something that's that kind of. Yeah, I'm sure something else will come along, but um, the Lord of the Rings, they've just started showing previews. They're going to have a TV series, um, and it looks like it's going to be really good. Well, then sign me up, yeah. because I'll watch this about <laughs> anything that that they have uh definitely one thing to remember about that elvis movie that's coming out this year james dickerson that's his name that's the author's name the director of the elvis movie is boz lerman who you may remember directed such movies like moulin rouge pretty or the romeo and juliet where romeo had a gun pretty neat yeah i saw the trailer too and i think it's going to be a lot of fun. You wonder how can they, how many different ways can they tell the same man's I know. story. I know. But, and I have watched every one of them. I mean, I love it. It's kind of like the Royals. It's like if, it, if it's related, I'm going to watch it. And, I, you know, they're going to take it through his whole life. I wasn't sure about that. I thought maybe it would just be young Elvis, you know. Speaking of the Royals, which is not royal, but Downton Abbey. They're supposed to be coming out with another movie yeah. for us Downton Abbey lovers. Yeah. Is that this summer? I think it's Christmas, but oh. they were supposed to debut a new trailer today, and I have not seen it yet. Um, I think they were going to be on one of the morning shows today. Which means so. we'll all have to start back from the beginning and of binge watch our way sort of through it. Although that's that's a commitment if you're going to do I that. I know. I did that last time. I mean, when the first movie came out, I went back and rewatched the series. And it's funny. You know, I love to go back and rewatch stuff. Um, how your perspective changes based on where you're at in life. You know, like I did a Seinfeld rewatch. And when I was a young kid or younger watching the series as it actually aired, um, I could not stand Kramer. I mean, he got on my nerves, all the clumsiness and all that. But now he's my favorite. I mean, it's just funny how things change, how things change that way. Well, things are changing at the movie theater, and it sounds like we've got some good options this weekend, plenty to look forward to. So I'm, I want to see Dog. I Do it. have to get my tissues and be mentally, <laughs> mentally prepared. But I, I agree with that. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. All righty. Y'all stick with us. we got more for you up next.
I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. This is Dennis Stevenson, director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. This is the closing agri market report. At the close, the New York Cotton Exchange May cotton was up one sixty four to one twenty one sixteen. July cotton was up one forty five to one eighteen thirteen. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up seven and a half to sixteen oh three and a half per bushel. July soybeans were up seven and a half to sixteen oh one per bushel. May corn was up three and a half to six fifty two and three quarters per bushel. July corn was up two cents to six forty seven per bushel. At the Mercantile April live cattle was down ninety to one forty five eighty seven. June live cattle was down sixty five to one forty one fifty. April feeders down thirty to one seventy eighty five. May feeders up seventeen to one seventy five ninety. And at this hour the Dow Jones is down one hundred seventeen points, thirty four thousand one ninety three. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network. Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our health care workers in their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. good things going on in Mississippi. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. You can get just about every Super Talk Mississippi show on your favorite podcast app. It's the Gallo Show, Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Good Things, Sports Talk Mississippi, along with Thunder and Lightning, Rebel Report, Eagle Hour, and Mindy Moore. So wherever you listen to podcasts, just make sure that you search Super Talk and hit subscribe, and then you will never miss an episode of your favorite Super Talk show. And we've had a good time today here talking about our kids and the funny things that they say, or things that they say in a funny way. We can, we can have a whole nother show on the funny things that our kids say, but that's not today. And we were talking a lot about um, drawers, and I did see one good headline I thought was worth mentioning, kind of about drawers, desk cap drawers, um, and it's about the HG TV star, you know, Ben Napier from hometown. He uh, recently delivered a handcrafted desk to the Department of English there at Ole Miss as a gift. But the cool part is, I think right now, it's streaming on um, Disney Plus for his hometown Ben's workshop. And he has Wright Thomas Thompson, I think it is. He is a writer from ESPN who is his guest. And they were gifted some of the wood from the university and they make the desk and then they deliver it. It's a really good episode that just all Mississippi, all sort of the way around. So I wanted to plug that if you're looking for something fun to look or stream um, this upcoming uh, weekend in that department. Mike from Grand Bay says, my nephew couldn't say sister. So my niece has been called CC for the last 50 years. I think many grandparents who have like cool names all came from a kid who couldn't pronounce whatever it was that you wanted them to call you. Or even aunts and uncles end up with really um, like uh, my sister-in-law's name's Leanne and all the um, nieces and nephews call her uh, Yan. So they just sort of shortened it. Yan. My younger brother's nickname came from my inability at only being 15 months older than him, my inability to correctly pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. So he was Bam Bam for the longest when I was really little. And then that got shortened kind of. It's not really that much shorter, but it just became Bammer, which was always funny because it became his nickname. Like, my nickname's Rhino. His nickname was Bammer. But... When we were playing soccer, especially if we're on the same team, mom and dad on the sideline cheering, and when he would do something, it sounded like mom was cheering for the Alabama Crimson Tide because it was, go, Bama, go, Bama. And it just, so excited, never got that bam er er on the end of it. That's funny. Do you still call it, is it Bama still to this day? Every once in a while, like on his birthday, that's that's how I'll address him. I'll send him a text like, happy birthday, Bama. Pretty cool. Rhonda says naked toast instead of plain bread. <coughs> Mom, I'd like a sandwich with naked with naked toast. <coughs> That's pretty cool. I love that. Jeff in Oxford on the ceasefire text line says my son called an airplane a hair mane. Mm-hmm. 
All strawberries instead of strawberries, straw babies. Mirror, mirror instead of mirror. Paul and Meridian. I have a friend whose first granddaughter tagged him with goop. Goop. Hey, you rock that. I think it's if a kid gave you that name and it's not, you know, vulgar or whatever it may be, then you're the only goop in town and you just you just go for it. I mean, you only have one Uncle Rhino, one Yan, whatever, you know, the rest of us just have plain old plain old names that get that get called. I'm loving the ones from Michael on the Facebook group. Beef jerky was beast turkey. Beast turkey. A skunk was a stunk. That just makes that makes total sense. Why don't we call them stunk anyways? And then a helicopter was a helicopter. Chi chi cane for a key keychain. Now I'm not gonna be able to say it. Chi cane for a key cane. Invincible for vegetable. I love that. Or Andrew's son calling Crystal Springs Sprinkle Springs. Sprinkle Springs. We're going to Sprinkle Springs today. I'm from Sprinkle Springs. I think they should change the name of the town to Sprinkle Springs. I think that's a lot of fun. From the 662 on the ceasefire text line, a lobster was a losper. Slip slop instead of a flip flop. I hope they didn't change that. I hope you go home today and as you're going, you know, with your kids or grandkids or your nieces and your nephews and you hear them say something, I hope you just pay more attention to it because it's fun. They'll grow out of it. And then you won't have that time again, and you'll be thinking back to when they said something something wrong. And, like, you know, I think the consensus is just let them say it funny for a while. I mean, it's part of the enjoyment of them growing up and being part of your life. And if they get your name wrong, just rock it. Let them let them call you what they want to call you. I will put a caveat on that. If, if they're trying to say something and what's coming out <laughs> is actually a profanity. Well, yeah. You might want to get that one corrected. Nip, well, the, nip that one in the bud. Helicopter, a hot, hot dodger. <laughs> There's a hot dodger ahead. Oh, these are sweet. The conversation never ends over on the Good Things Facebook group. We would love to put for you to put your answers there. But stick with us. you got more coming up next with the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.